It's time for the Orlando Lions Den Podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. I'm JJ, uh, along with Cleon. What's happening, my man? Man, I'm in a good mood right now. You know why? Why? Because we didn't lose this week. That's why. That's awesome. <laughs> Eddie, he's playing with some cards over there. What are you painting with? Oh, with there? Panini. Ah, the you, World Cup. Brought to you by Walgreens and Panini. Get Trading Paninis and they're not sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then we got Alex. What's happening, Alex? What's up, guys? Ready for... Uh, had a good bye week, right? Uh, ready for the new, ready for the uh, maybe, maybe new type of season going oh, on. Oh, bye week. That's why we didn't lose. That's <laughs> oh, why we didn't lose. Crash on Cleon's party there. Cleared that up. Just because uh, we didn't lose doesn't mean we won, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we didn't win either. But the, we gap, didn't lose. the gap widened. <laughs> well, we were on a bye week. It was an international bye week, but there were some other MLS games uh, this e- week. Isn't it crazy how this bye week felt really needed? They're like, oh, three games in, we got to recap. We got to keep the sink, the ship from sinking. Three weeks. Remember how excited we were a couple of weeks ago? That's just absurd, you know. Which, and by the way, I, 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 you know, I'm hoping we did, you know, pluck some of those holes. That hole. I mean, you know, Marin played for uh, Iran. Iran. Yeah, for Iraq. Iraq. Yeah, Iraq. that would be weird. Not Iran. And then uh, did Tarek go to Egypt? No. no, no. But he was in the lineup against Portugal. On the bench, bro. Yeah, I saw that. I was, I was like, "What Did the you heck see is that? going on?" I was really? so confused. Yeah. Man, we should have wasn't, him. but he wasn't in the game in the lineup for yesterday's game against uh, who was it? Iceland or somebody that they played? So it was weird. maybe he did go. I'm confused because he was at the Pride game. So <laughs> that guy's in everywhere. <laughs> He's everywhere. And then Yoshi's maybe it's back. another Amro Tarek. Maybe man. Um, and then Yoshi came back today yeah, to he's, training. Yeah, he's fresh. He's fresh. The red card. And from the red card, he went to, <laughs> I he was, went to the I, locker room. I completely, I completely agree with the call. It was a good call. <laughs> what a terrible Thank you. call. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, it was a great call. Thanks thanks for that red card. Yeah. And let him get rested. And then, and then we, we got a question on Twitter about uh, Merrim coming back. Is he going to start? I mean, he, he's going to be back in time for the game, but that's going to give us some issues with chemistry. So, man, that kind of puts us in uh, Iraq in a hard place. <laughs> Between Iraq and a hard place. Oh, my God. You were waiting for this all day, weren't you? Oh, my God. <laughs> you were waiting we talking about dad jokes. I was like, I got some. Between Iraq and a hard place. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he went there. Wow. So, wow. Um, but honestly, but that is a good question. Sometimes you got to laugh and not cry, guys. Wow. Yeah. But that is a good question about Merriam. Uh, he did play, I think, both games 90 minutes or no? I no, he, he, he left like 65th minute on one of them. But uh, today he had that nice uh, nice dribbler, was he yesterday? That was good, yeah. That he, he 
fake the heck out of that player. Taking a page out of the OC media playbook by just showing the four-second-long gif there. <laughs> nice spin kick. I mean, whatever. Uh, I'd like to see how it ended up, but... Yeah, but that is a good question. Now that he did play both games, is he going to start this week? I mean, he has to start. He has to start this weekend. They better playing. start. They better start him. Yeah, I mean, you can't really afford to be wrestling anybody right now. Yeah. Hey, man, it is what it is. Yeah, who's going to play in his spot anyways right now? If we, we, Pino's not not back and. We're all excited about PC. Yeah, PC. That's right. <laughs> PDS yeah. had a good highlight, right? That's true. Yeah. Speaking of four second gifs, right? Yeah. Uh, PDS. Um, the yeah, I would want them to come back. We've been excited about about having them together. So uh, whatever, man. We need a win right now. So if he's tired, we'll give him a break later. Pino seems to be working his way back uh, here soon. So PDS put the ball in the net just about half as many times as we've seen it in the whole season, so in four seconds on the clip. But that was nice. Off his chest and bounce. Yeah, that was good Ow. control. He, he'll definitely be in the 18, but I think Miriam will get the start. But you'll see PDS probably come in as an attacking sub if we need one. It'd be nice not to necessarily need an attacking sub for it, once. It'd be nice to have an attacking sub. It'd be nice to have an attack. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be nice to have goals, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk, about, uh, let's talk a little bit about the Red Bulls game coming up Saturday. What is your lineups, and what do you guys think uh, needs to happen for us to get this victory um, on Saturday? What needs to happen is uh, apparently Brad Wright Phillips needs to go sit, sit down and take a break for us to get some points because he was he killed somebody this weekend. Who who was who were they playing? Who was that? Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, they played Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah. yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, that that defense that shut us down. They put two goals on us, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they, they did. did. Oh. Yeah, they were missing some players, but yeah, the defense we should have scored on them. That's yeah, they uh, he tore them apart. Yeah, that was, that was he had two sick goals. That pass from uh, Muley Mule Mule Mule. I can't pronounce. You seen that name. guy? But that guy's gonna be a problem on the right wing. But we have Mo there, so I, I don't feel as bad as if he was on the left going after our right back. So Tyler but Adams that, that's played be, a lot tonight yeah, too for USA, yeah. so he might not start on Saturday either because they got a big game Wednesday. Against Monterey. Let's hope so, but that guy seems to have iron lungs. So, See, that's the other thing. With the uh, Champions League game, the semifinals, the first leg, is New York going to rest their guys? I sure hope so. To I, try to, I mean, I think is right now the point would be I'm playing for the Champions League. It's semifinals. I'm going to, you know, play my guys in the Champions League and let me play the, uh, the bench guys against this. Because if it's a loss, it's a loss. I know it's three points, but... You're shaking your head no over there, Alex. Yeah, no way. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they uh, know it's a good opportunity to kick us when we're down. Anytime you can take advantage and possibly get point or points on the road in MLS, you have to do it. And if I'm Jesse Marsh, I'm thinking, I'm, if I'm looking at film, I'm thinking I only may need 60 minutes out of BWP anyways. Yeah, that, that may be all that I need. So yeah. he's probably going to get the start. You may not see, like, Tyler Adams get the start, but – Red Bulls have been a consistent next guy up platform. You know, they lost Dax McCarty last year. They got right back into the, the thick of things, into the playoffs. They're, they're, they lost Sasha this, this year, and they're right back in it. So, no shocker. They're next guy up, and they're going to be out talent again. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good point. They're, they're, it's about the system, just like in Columbus. It's about the system. You plug and play players in there and, uh, and um, make a couple of adaptations like Marsh has done with Tyler Adams and giving them some, some more free reign and, Moving away from the older, slower guys like Dax and Sasha, um, the I think that that um, they're deep. They showed some backups that they beat Portland, 
Uh, Rebus had a good game in that. Rebus has more go- has as many goals as we do, and um, and we we saw that against um, that uh, against New York that you don't necessarily need to have your top players to give us a tough time. Uh, Minnesota was hurt too. The DC didn't have Lucho Acosta, so they have a lot to be concerned about, and we can't take them lightly just because of all those scenarios. So, uh, what you guys are saying that. We have no chance. (laughs) (laughs) Not saying that. Yeah. So um, what do we have to do as Orlando City come out? I mean, we're hearing Dwyer might start. Uh, He will. I think he'll be starting. I think we'll finally see that that vaunted trio that we've been wanting to see with Miram, Dwyer, and Kleshin. It's going to finally come to fruition on the the pitch, I think. We're finally going to have a striker there in the middle, which is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think we just need to just – I try to attack it. It's going to be hard to keep the Red Bulls, keep possession against them, and it's going to be hard to uh, to try to gut out a 1-0 win. Uh, Savannah Carrasco isn't around to bail us out this year with a, with a header. <laughs> so, no, I, I, I think, um, I don't know, we have some uh, interesting choices here, uh, mostly just the DM spot, actually. I think Dwyer has to start, Merrim starts, and then, and then Coman has to start. I don't care what shape it's in. Just put him somewhere, let it flow. If, if it could look out like one thing on offense and another thing on defense. Just just let's be creative here and take some chances. Wouldn't be surprised to see maybe Yoshi in that defensive mid spot, Miriam out left, Johnson out right, question at the ten. I would I would just drop Johnson down. Drop Johnson. I mean, because last week, I mean, he had Higita. He had Higita back there, and Higita's not. It's not like he's going to yeah. get. Either way, I think if, if you got to start Higita or Coman, I think Coman's got to be the guy. Right? No, you need attack, man. We we can't. Yeah, we're not scoring. We need goals. You need to score. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> you sure. Need you need Coman, sure. and he showed in the last game that you know when he came in the game, the game changed. And I would put Will Johnson, R.J. Allen's horrible. Don't put him at right back. Uh, Sutter, too slow. Keep Will at the they're right all, back. They're all the same speed. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sutter's slow, just, slow and slow. Like how Eddie was showing me, Sutter just like leaves himself to so much more vulnerability than the other two guys, I feel. Like he's just puts himself out there, tries to make tackles that if they're all or nothing tackles. If they don't go right, then they're going to go there, terribly and, wrong. And there's no recovery speed. But, you know, all of that will be will be addressed by better attack and then you know he, we don't have to worry about about being stretched out like that by by our fullbacks or by him because Mo has been our best player of the season uh, so far uh, for us and we there's some support with that with um, some other sites with his rating for the year so we just need to attack that's what I think and uh, Sutter and stuff like that they'll be fine the defense is fine it's not it's not the priority it's obviously a, a Something that we could improve on, but I just think we need to almost take chances. I, I want to like a three-two win or something like that. Sure. I just want to. I want to nice be exposed. I, I, we get beat on a counterattack. I don't care. I want to get the ball back and then go right at him and not not just pass side to side in the, the the opposing half and hope we pull off a brilliant move, which is what our offense has been this year. Are we going to see the diamond being played again? Oh, of course we will. Yeah, of course it, we are. Did, Christ has been. Uh, um, been drilling this the whole time. He, he got players in for it. They're not all here with the secret news we got with uh, Uri Rossell, thanks to Moriyama for the pronunciation. And, and there. you're Spanish, by the way. Yeah, but he's Catalan, so, you know, free Catalan, but that's a whole different conversation. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's not, um So I don't know who's going to play the six. I don't know if it's going to be Cam or Igita, but I think um, you can't. You, you can understand when a coach says, I have a system in place and I'm going to keep working until they, they get it. You've seen it in triangle offense and all kinds of things. So, of course, he's going to play that. You know, it's just we, like uh, Cleon said before, you have to just assume he's going to until he doesn't. And this will come uh, if he does and we lose. What's the next? Uh, are we going to see more Kreis out, basically? Yeah, I mean, I think it's not going to get any colder, his seat that he's on, if we lose. It's going to have to be a. No, no, I actually can't see it. I mean, even if it's a 1-0 or a 3-2, I mean, even really a draw, although people would take that right now. I would take it. I think people would take a draw, but I think once the 34 games are wrapped up and we look back on that, you're not going to want to be able to take draws at home against any team in MLS with the stadium that we have. It should be an expected win every single time. It was last year, and our team's much better. The team that we're going to put on, although we're still missing Rossell, is going to be much better than any team we fielded last year. So I think we should at least get a point, probably three. I don't think Rossell is going to be a big difference. We have everybody, you know. We have Kleistian. We have Merrim. We have Dwyer starting. Mm-hmm. If we put Coleman in there, we got our guys, the ones that we all – and if we end up with a loss, <laughs> I think it's time. I think, I mean, you mentioned, uh, we put it out on Twitter uh, today, the in Christ or out Christ. Yeah. And it was basically 50-50 from what I saw. Yeah. Um, but I think it's time. I If he loses, I don't think Roselle will make a difference. Cam can play that position, so can Igita. Uh, I don't think uh, Roselle will, will make a big difference. And if we lose, I think it's time to, hey. I think it's time to find, because if it was in Europe or even in South America, he would have been gone already. Yeah, and like we said last week, too, it's like <laughs> as the players better show up for him. They better play because they know everybody knows that he's on a hot seat. They got to play. They got to show up. And at the end of the day, I mean, we put a lot of, of honus on, on the manager, but it comes down to the players, too. They got to they gotta produce. They got to know what they're playing for. They got to know who they're playing for. And if they don't come out and show 110% dedication to not only the Crest but also to their manager, then it's clear and concise that we got to get a new manager, somebody that can actually motivate them. I've, I've got to say I haven't really seen a lack of effort from them. So I, can't, I, don't, I don't know if I could even say they have to show up. Like in that. I've seen a lack of effort from a few players here and there, but like for the most part as an entire team, I, it – the issue hasn't really been effort to me. Like they've had some a couple horrible mistakes, some goalkeeper errors um, that have put a media points on the board, um, which hurt them. They've had um, they've had some injuries, but I don't, I don't know if it's an effort issue more than the way they play. It's I, it's to me, it's just a style of play. It's a, it's the way they it's the style of play they're playing. They don't they play like negative football. They don't play they don't play aggressive. They don't attack and. I mean, I would think that's the way the coach wants them to play. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, I I agree. I think there's just too too much you have to do in that system to make it work, and too much thought that they. Um, that's probably why Christ is just going to stick with it. Because then, if you stick with it, then you practice it, then repetition becomes habit, becomes second nature. That's probably you know his reason. 
and uh, which is you know not unreasonable from a coach's perspective, which is what most coaches do. But it, it, I think it, it causes the players to not like go for an attack and just kind of play free, like you'll see from Columbus and Atlanta stuff like that, where it's just like you're playing a pickup game and everyone's just running and and just having fun and just attacking and trying to make things happen. That's got to be more fun for players to play in than like, oh, we got to do all these tactical things. So I think that that you see that in the in the, the style of play. And like you said, Atlanta playing like for playing fun, having fun on the field, mm-hmm. playing with it. New York, YFC, LAFC, these teams are playing with fun. Us, it doesn't It doesn't seem like we're playing with fun. They're overcomplicated. You can almost tell that they're just thinking them. They're overthinking it Yeah. every yeah. every minute. Yeah, you see yeah. a player get in the box and they just overthink. What am I supposed to do what now? What am I supposed right? to do? Am I going to pass? It's am like I going to shoot? It's or, like watching college basketball. Like 35, whatever, 35-second clock, they pass it around the horn 15 times and they shoot a brick and then watch the Warriors play. Right, obviously the talent level is different, but you see like the freedom that they have to express themselves, right, to to go attack and to take a chance and take a shot and stuff like that, and that'll make the team more enjoyable to watch, you know. All right, let's uh, listen into what Dom Dwyer had to say about coming back and uh, being in full strength and uh, coming back and playing Saturday. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, you know, very excited just to get back out on the field with the boys. Um, you know, help the team out, and obviously excited to play with this new group. And how, how's training been now that you've been able to get back? I know Training's good. Um, you know, it's obviously nice just to touch the ball again and, and get moving and, you know, starting to feel a little sharp. So, uh, you know, just excited to join the group. How frustrating was the past month, two months? Yeah, it's never fun um, when you can't get on the field, you know. I'm um, just trying to stay patient, keep working hard, and, you know, we're here now. Have you been trying to give advice to some of the other teammates around the pitch, particularly Chris Mueller, who's been kind of filling that top spot? Yeah, I think he's, you know, he's a very talented player. Um, we're all excited to have him here, and, um, you know, you see a lot of potential in him. Um, he's excited to watch every day. So he's he's someone who, uh, you know, I'd like to try and help, and, um, you know, I'm always there for, for advice or a little kick up at the backside if he needs it. How's the cohesion been with uh, your partners up top, Sasha, uh, Josue, Justin, all those guys? Yeah, it's great. I mean, you know, you play with good players. Um, it's it's kind of easy. You don't have to even have to talk to each other sometimes. Um, you know, so it's, it's good movement, um, and, you know, we're just excited to, to get going, and we'll see how it is on Saturday. Well, you both were recovering. I saw you training with uh, Josue quite a bit. Uh, did that help just, you know, making sure that you guys are cohesive the second you step onto the pitch together? Um, yeah, I think so. You know, I think it took about five minutes. Um, honestly, we were kicking the ball around. You can see how we can move. Um, very clever player. Very talented, um, and you know I'm, I'm excited. You should see some fireworks there. So talking about Coleman, I guess he's been on the field practicing with Dom. I know both of them have been, you know, injured, and they've been practicing on the side. But uh, it seems like they have uh, been practicing together. So does this mean Coleman might get the start and seeing that combo between him and Dwyer and Sasha as the ten? Yes. <laughs> okay, good answer. I, I hope so. I hope so. And then that means that, that means he's playing up high. So whatever that's at, that's great. I mean, so I don't, I don't think that's what they meant with the question, though. Okay, so what like it, when what it, when they said practicing together, I think they were talking about while they were injured. Yeah, they used to practice like running off to the side. Yeah, they've been like other. being on the side the whole time. I don't time, think they so. mean like. They're not this practicing week practice. practice. Like I don't think they mean he's. Man, like a, nobody asked striker. you, Cleon. I like my version. No, no, yeah, that's that's what I was interpreting too. Yeah, because they've been. <laughs> no, you're, you're uh, right. Though. They've been off to right. the side, but yeah, that's what they meant. probably building chemistry together. Christ has this thing where he just sends people shoe shoe if you have any sort of injury or, or anything like that. Yeah, they're like virus. I don't understand that, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that today. It doesn't really make much sense, but, but yeah, you have Coman and Dwyer who have been running together per Jordan Culver and, and Austin David and everybody there that 
they've been running and practicing together. So maybe that translates to having Bond. some more it's chemistry a, it's on a the pitch. You know? and it, chemistry might work out good on our our side, you know, our end yeah. and everything. At this point, it's almost like we can use three attackers. What? I, I mean, even four. I don't want to blow anybody's mind, especially old Jason Christ, but <laughs> it almost sounds like we have a left winger, a striker, and a right winger ready to go. Yeah. And a 10. And, a uh, 10. and only one of those will be played in one of those positions. Yeah, and everybody wow. else will be, yeah, else be played somewhere else. Uh, All right. Uh, well, we got our take here, uh, writer's take for this week. Um, Alex, who is our editor uh, for OrlandoLinesDen.com, is going to give us his take for this week's game against the Red Bulls. And I think he is, did his take outside of a restaurant about to watch the USA game. Here we go. Hi, everyone. This is Alex with this week's Writer's Takes. I come to you live in my car, actually, parked in front of my local American Outlaws bar where I plan on partaking of this evening's United States versus Paraguay friendly to enjoy some soccer during this international break. Now, we haven't played a match since we la I last spoke to you all, but I do want to talk a little bit about the upcoming match against the New York Red Bulls this coming Saturday. I, I don't carry a ton of optimism going into this match that we will win. I carry optimism that we are going to improve to enough to where we... We hold our own and we keep up with the Red Bulls. The, the system that we have been playing, if we keep playing it, isn't going to work. As, as has said pre, been said previously on the podcast, the diamond isn't going to work. If we play a 4-3-3 or some other a 4-5-1 a one-striker system with Dom Dwyer hopefully returning from injury, we might have a chance, but I don't hold out hope that Jason Kreiss is going to be for that. I believe that with Jose Coleman being available for minutes, Sasha Kleschen being more integrated into the group, and Dom Dwyer appearing to at least be joining for some of the match. I believe we're going to improve incrementally to the point where we will be able to at least keep up with the New York Red Bulls machine at home. That being said, I, I see a 2-2 draw in front of the Orlando Faithful on Saturday, and I believe it will be a building block that we can improve upon going forward. Another word I would like to say is that I'm actually quite happy with what has been done with the team during this international break, that there's been rest, but there has been improvement both in a morale sense, both with fans and with a lot of the players, as has been marketed to us. But there's also been a lot more practices than I expected. Only a few players were away, and a lot of them put in a full week's work without injuries. So, 
definitely some bright spots and I look forward to hearing what everybody else has to say. I know there is the question of Jason Christ, and I'm not going to comment on that just yet because it's too early. It's only been three matches. So give him time, give him a little bit of grace, and we will see where this goes from here. Again, 2-2 draw, and we will go from there. Uh, this has been Writer's Takes, and have a great week, everybody. All right, as you guys heard, Alice talking about Christ, but he we kind of already mentioned about Christ. Let's talk about uh, this week's uh, game and the formation. Where does Coleman fit on this team? Because there's a lot of questions about putting him in on the right side, but Will Johnson, that could be his spot, but maybe. So where do you guys think that he can go? Um, he... I mean, he's a he's an attacker, so you're not gonna you shouldn't be sticking him at like the right defensive mid, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, like that's a complete waste. Um, he needs to he need, you need to either put him at the ten or you need to put him up top. I would assume Miram if he's if he's here, I would assume he's gonna start. So that Domin Domin Miram is gonna be up top. Um, if you're gonna start Coman, you need to start him at the ten. Um, Merrill and, and Merrill and, uh, Dwyer up top, Coleman at the 10. I would, um, Yuri is not going to be healthy. So, I mean, I would just move Will, I would move Will down to the six, let him stay there, slide Sasha down and, and put Coleman at the 10. Then you got, you got Yoshi, you got, um, you got Yoshi, you got Sasha with three true attackers in front of them to get the ball to. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Uh, if we are mandated to the diamond, I'd say that's really the the best way that we can do it. Of course, you know, JK has never written, always gone with the best thing that we always think, but I would say that uh, putting Coleman at the 10 would be the most efficient and probably the best way for us to potentially score goals. Cleon makes a great point when he talks about how Kleshin, it's a huge difference for Kleshin to have three guys in front of him instead of just two guys in front of him gives him a plethora of different options. It limits him to not only one half of the pitch. Uh, usually when he's got three guys in front of him, even though we're playing the diamond, you're going to still see guys out right in the middle and out left. So it kind of puts a more, uh, makes the defense stay honest. You know, it doesn't doesn't narrow it down to just one side of the pitch, and, and I think that's going to be better for us if, if he's playing that 10. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the, the way to go. It creates some defensive problems with, with Sasha being a little, farther back right which which will's gonna need to cover a lot of ground it would be nice if if cam was down there because he could pass it so well and really you know kind of start off counters with with sasha but i think will's gonna be needed to or even higita to cover on the defensive side with that formation which i'm fine with because i want this to be attacking oriented like you guys said to have three people up front let let's let everybody let's pay to let's play to people's strengths Maram's strength and Dwyer's strength and Coman's strength are to attack and Sasha's is to is to create to create chances and let's let's give people an opportunity to do that. All right, let's talk a little bit about the injury report going on. Uh, we have Spectre, who's probably not going to play for another at least weeks. this week. Yeah, well, two three weeks because of concussion protocol. Um, so now you got Sane and you got Tariq. Uh, 
how's that defense? And then you, we don't know who the right back is, if it's going to be R.J. Allen Sutter. We know it's going to be uh, Miner uh, Mo on the uh, left side. Yeah. How's the defense going to hold up against an attacking Red Bulls, especially, you know, with BWP running through all of them? Uh, well, I mean, the defense has held up for the most part all year. I mean, um, well, all year. It's only been three games, but, I mean, they've held up. So, I mean, defense really hasn't been too much of an issue. Um, when it is issue, they normally come in straight down the center, which, you know, product of the diamond, that's what's going to happen. When you get those, you get that right and that left, they have to cover a lot of ground. They get to, they get to spread out, and then, you know, the midfield's wide open, um, which is where most of our shots come from, um, you know, straight down the center by, like, a large margin. So, um, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's going to make a difference either way. You just need to, you need to score some goals. I mean, you're not going to beat them on nothing. You're not, you're most likely not going to shut out BWP. He's going to get a goal. So, yeah. I mean, you're going to have to put some on the board if you, you know, don't want to go home empty-handed again. Yeah, we have or a saving stay grace home empty-handed being a 1 o'clock like. game. I mean, obviously that should favor us uh, to be an afternoon game here in Florida. But, you know, like Cleon says, he, it's almost yeah. impossible to stop BWP. There's a reason that he's one of the most prolific scorers in MLS history. You know, he's a will probably go down as an MLS legend. And the only thing that, that – you know, kind of gets me excited and hopeful is Sané. Uh, you know he'll be up for the task. He'll be – he's going to hear it all week how good BWP is. He knows how good he is. And he knows that people are probably expecting him to score at least one, if not two or three goals against us. So uh, he'll be pulling up, ready to ready to stop him. I think that's my most intriguing matchup of the weekend is the Sané versus BWP saga. That, that's, a, that's a good choice. I think the defense is going to hold up fine. I think we'll see. The usual defense with, with um, Mo, to Tarek, and then Sané on the right, right center back, and then Sutter on the on the right. Um, I I think that that's going to be a huge matchup, but it's going to be a lot in the midfield too. Tyler Adams, if he plays, uh, we have to worry about the left wing with Mule or whatever his name is. Um, it's it's a lot to worry about. I just think we have to score. We we're going to be exposed a little bit. And we just got to come forward a lot. Um, the defense is not our, our problem. Like Cleon said, they've they've been left out, stretched out, and it's exasperated our our flaws already. But all that stuff looks a lot better if we can. Um, all the possession we keep looks a lot better when we have a lead, yeah. right? It's not as useful when we're chasing, exactly. and uh, and especially if it's you know pass it side by side a million times if we're winning, fantastic. But uh, when we're losing, it, it's 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 bad. And the defense, I'm not worried. I think Sina steps up and. BWP gets one because he's WP, but I, I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about putting one on them. And we have not had a lead yet the entire season. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, we play that sort of possession game style. Oh, and um, we're going to have to – a little bit that's lost in our attacking problems is um, Bendik. He's really going to have to start – I know some people – you you see some a, a few people you do see mention it, but – he really needs to start getting that ball out of there. Like when he, when he, the times when he does have the ball, he needs to hurry up and start that counter. You know what I mean? He's the one that has it. Yeah. Why are you holding the ball so long? Especially Mo with that speed on the just, left. Yeah. Then just kicking it for a 50-50 chance up to the center. Like it's it was just wasting possessions. We're we're wasting a lot of counters. Like uh, just throw the throw the ball out, get it out there, mm. get the thing going fast. That's yeah. one thing that Atlanta does. I mean. 
yeah. with Guzan. They're, they're never, they never, Tata will never have them kick it deep unless they're trying to preserve a lead or something. He's a, it's, they're going to get, he's taking the, the open pass. He's not going to have, they never, rarely ever kick it deep. You'll never see that. But that, that has changed this year. Uh, that's a good point that you brought up, uh, Cleon, because I, mean, I sit right there behind the, uh, the goal. And last year and the year before, Bendik was always quick. Let's restart it quick. Let's get it going up quickly to the side. He would pass it to Ramos. He would pass it to Toya. He would he would get him up and try it. Now he's taking his time doing these free kicks, taking his time doing all that. He needs to to get back to that. Hey, let's go quick. Let's yeah. let's yeah, get we, the game just, started. I just I just want urgency. Yeah. I just want urgency on all facets from of everyone. It. From yeah. everyone and all facets of it. You saw he was slow to the ball a couple times. You saw at the end of the Minnesota game where he was even urging people to come on. I want that like the whole time. This needs to feel like a hugely important game. We can't keep dropping points in conference. At home. Right? At home. And then you saw the numbers. What is that that on ESPN about place that most scared to play at in Orlando? And it has nothing to do with the fans. If you watch a game, a match on TV, it's absurd how loud the fans are. You could hear everything. Orlando it's, wasn't it's, even it's, in it, was it? it's no Orlando no, wasn't even listed yeah, as the most yeah. feared. It's but, because of the it's because of the team, it's because of how they play. The we the fans do do everything they possibly can. It sound it sounds amazing on TV. It sounds amazing in person. The atmosphere is great. We need to see that that kind of little more urgency on the attacking side from the players. I don't want that cool calmness where we're passing the ball around. I, I want to see someone take a chance, take a shot. Um, you know, the, what, what it got me excited about Coman is that he took someone on and was successful. That That's what I want to see. All right, let's go uh, back to the injury report. Uri, what's going on with Mr. Rosal? I mean, oh, yeah, knee injury now all of a sudden yeah. that we hear. OC, KGB, just secrets, secrets, secrets. I mean, that really served us well with that hit in preseason. But, you know, I, I don't mean to. Uh, you know, uh, uh, take shots here, but let's uh, let's get some uh, journalism going. You know, some uh, let's see some uh, you know uh, you know uh, whatever um, sprinkle showers of journalism here and there, and uh, see the jur- the local media ask where what's going on with these players. Why are they out for so long? Shouldn't be a surprise. I know that's don't bite the hand that feeds you. I get it, but the fans, uh, you're there to, to let the fans know what the club what's going on in the club, and we shouldn't. We this this he's been hurt the whole time. You, you could you can't so see something. You can't see a limp. You can't deduce that he's not running. I mean, it's something. Supposedly, he came injured from his last team in Portugal. Yeah. I which, mean, I know it's a long flight, but dang. Oh, what, did he bang his knee in the airplane or something? I mean, all the pictures too of him smiling and like posing in the stadium and coming soon. And yeah. I'm not buying the whole knee thing. Yeah, we're, we're all looking for hope, right? You know, we're looking for hope. Here he comes. Here he comes. Media onslaught. And then, man, he's been hurt the whole time. I mean, it's just. It's consulting. It's I saw him play. I actually that. saw him play his last game uh, on TV in Portugal. Porto Bones, I guess, he's got uh, that that Dish Network Directv uh, Portugal package. It's RTP actually. Oh, it's okay. uh, on uh, Spectrum. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Radio Television Portugal. Okay. And nice plug there, right? For yeah. RTP. <laughs> that was free government too. government television there. Uh, and uh, I saw him play. He looked perfectly fine to me. I mean, he played all ninety minutes. Yeah. So, and then the following week is negotiations. He didn't play in the in the the following game because of dealing with the Orlando City. And then he's here in Orlando. So did he? I mean, I don't know. Where I did. did he, I bet he got hurt when he when he when he got here or something. I don't know. Maybe it could. He could have just hurt it in training or anything. 
He yeah, went full we training knew. last week, and now he's got a knee injury. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and it is. He went full training for the first time last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been criticizing Jason Christ and his training regimen, and now he's picked up a knee injury. So, and we're and he supposedly had it for months. Well, hmm. yeah, they called it a, what a reaggravation or something. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. We need a like uh, Eddie says journalism. They need to push Sounds a like bit water on a fire. That's what they're trying to do here. Water on a fire. Just try and put it out a little bit. But they know the fans are getting upset because we keep hearing, oh, B, he hasn't seen his full team. He hasn't seen his full team. Well, yeah. we can't give him all season to see his full team. Yeah, we can't so wait 20, 25 can, games to yeah, give him his this, full team. This moves an excuse another week back. It's Look, what, you know? I'm, my issue with, with, with the, the full team thing, it's not – I don't want to like turn this into a Christ bash session again, but um, that's what Twitter's for. Yeah, but <laughs> my my issue is you shouldn't have to have everything go a hundred percent perfect to get a win at like, home. It's been thirty something games. Like you shouldn't have. Oh, I have to have every last one of my players absolutely perfect and healthy. Yeah. I have to have all in form. They they all have to be execute everything perfectly in this diamond they yeah. all have to yeah everything should it shouldn't take this much work to get a win yeah that's that's exactly a right good coach mm-hmm. wouldn't say that no a good you coach can, would you not say win. i need to get my full team yeah we're not asking for the championship it's like no. just get a win get a win yeah. put put the pieces together you have all these 18 players 21 whatever it is mm. put the pieces together yeah change, change your system i don't know do whatever it takes that's right? what everyone else right now does. right now be, he, he what does he have to lose and in, in and you're looking at speaking about the the Christ Camp here, you know, Camp Christ Fitness, whatever, um, P, you know, P90X um, training system we have here. Um, he, um, Udi even said that he is trying to get fit, but like fit that how Christ wants him to be fit. That's probably what happened. That's where it went wrong. He was that was him like blinking twice to the camera, giving us a, a heads up. Be like, I came in fine, and now I'm hurt. <laughs> that's all I took. My it. thing is not is, the first it, guy that has hap- that's happened to. Yeah, I mean, if he's playing in Europe, you know, top Portuguese league, and not getting hurt, and now he comes here and gets hurt. Well, they, you start on the Jordan Culver attitude. They said it was his last game or last training session in Porto, whatever. What yeah, is it? No, Porto Manes. Yeah, Coman got hurt like in the very first, first yeah. couple days. Coman, yeah. I mean, but Coman wasn't just playing, you know. So, uh, Udi, you said just play ninety minutes, so it's just more odd. You, you, you could understand someone coming off a break and then pulling something more than he just played ninety minutes. You know, why is he hurt now? Yeah, but they were all coming off a break. All the MLS guys, anyway. I but, think. But let me ask you this: break. a knee. Yeah. If it's be from, I mean, this is in January. We're looking January. We're already in April. I mean, how long does it take to recover? I mean, well, it depends you, what it is. Re- That's yeah. what I'm worried about. Meniscus, people ACL? are saying, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, bruise. But now, are we going to find out in a week or two that he had surgery a couple weeks ago, or or yeah, when they, we they got to go? Him? Yeah, they got to go. Is that what's going to come out next? Or, or they're going to go back in and clean? You know, do a little scope and get some scar tissues or blah blah blah. I mean, this number six spot, it's, it's, they're making it seem like, like Cleon said, it's absolutely crucial that every piece is on top form. And then we don't know how he's going to be. And then we still got someone learning on the job and Cam and Igita who, who doesn't do the same thing the other guys do. So, like, we're going to have to win with a, with a roster that's not 100% healthy in top form. We've got to figure it out as soon as possible. And if, if, other, if other teams can do it, hot. if other teams can do it, we can do it. Against Red Bull, we'll be missing Spectre, mm-hmm. and we'll be missing Ori. 
Yeah, that's who's it, never right? even played anyway, so, yeah. so, so it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that after if we get blown out or if we lose, there will be no. Oh, he didn't have his team. You will not hear that from me. Yeah. And yeah. I, and then I mean, there's you know, is it his team? Whose team is it? Who who? I mean, obviously we have the GM that that they worked. I'm sure they collab together, but. You, as a GM, you have to – I mean, I would hope that the GM would have to understand too that if he did put all this faith into Jason Christ and, and asked him about every roster move and made sure that it was okay with him first, then that begs you to believe that he's going to have a pretty long leash this year because you're not going to give a guy that much power and then fire him after seven games. No, I've seen it. I mean, the talent's there. I, 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 I tend I've to believe it. on the other end. I tend to believe that the front office, the GM – they came in and they got the best players that were on the market. They got the best free agents available within our limitations. Within our limitations yeah, and, and, and MLS so and, and getting guys that were MLS proven or free transfers and stuff. And like they're that. they're letting saying, "Christ, if you can't win with this, buddy, then we're going to bring in somebody that can." Yeah, I, I every year we say we have the players. We just didn't have the coach, or we sacked Haif too soon, which I don't agree with. Stuff like that. I actually think we have the players this year for the first time in Orlando City yeah. existence. Okay? I agree. I, I do. And then at this point, it, we need to just maximize their abilities. And if that's a change of coach, then so be it. And this is partially on Christ's own doing. You got to, you know, just mishandling stuff like this with these injuries and the, the preseason close and not meeting with fans. People have no emotional connection. I think we, we have almost an irrational emotional connection with he for this nostalgia that isn't deserved at least from the MLS perspective in my opinion you know um and that's because of the emotional connection people get excited about turning and pumping your fist to the crowd and uh the point is if you're not going to do those things you have to win Bill Belichick seems like a, a terrible curmudgeon but he wins and nobody cares right if Christ wins then we'll all be like you know what you know it's kind of charming your attitude. you know that that wry smile good, something yeah. charming yeah. about it <laughs> just for just for me it's it's like even even with the well, when everybody gets back, we're gonna win games. Yeah, we're gonna win games, but with a te- with a roster that's proven, well, MLS proven, um, which this roster is. I mean, they have a lot of talent on this team. You're they're gonna win games. Yeah, we have they're winners gonna on win games. Team. But that to me, it doesn't make a difference. It's not. Oh well, you know, we're jumping the gun on criticizing the coach. Yeah, because he's not winning because all these players aren't back. When these players do come back and we and we do start winning games, which is what's going to happen once they get healthy. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's still not a coaching problem because there's a difference in there's a difference with winning with a system that's helping players win or making helping players be better than they are, like Columbus, like mm-hmm. um, all the teams we've, we've mentioned, mm-hmm. and then you have teams that will win regardless of who's the coach. Like, you mentioned Golden State in basketball. Yeah, they yeah. literally – game early this year, without yeah. exaggeration, yeah. the coach literally took the game off, and he sat off to the side, and he did not coach his, his – he did not coach his players. He, he the let the players – He let the players – They coached like themselves, and they that. won by 40. Yeah. They yeah. still won by 40 yeah. because yeah. it's that much talent. When you have a talented roster, it's not, it's not okay that – Oh well, it's okay. Later on, once all our players are back, we're going to win some games. Then maybe we get bounced out in the first round. Yeah, that's that's what my concern is. The coach needs the coach. At some point, you're going to have to even even if we do make the playoffs this year. Yeah. 
it doesn't mean you you currently have the right coach that's going to take you to that next. So that's level. a good point. Yeah, that's a you good know point. what I mean. Yeah, so so at uh, some point yeah. you're probably going to have to replace him regardless. It, that was the argument against Heath. They're like, okay, he's fine in USL, but he, you know, there, he's, it's a new level and he can't get his pass there. And you know, there's nothing to show that that you know in the last couple of years since the old RSL days that that Christ can can do that as well. Yeah, I can hear it now, you know. Oh, well he won one in RSL. Mm-hmm. I got news for people that say that he won an MLS title at RSL. Mm-hmm. Vieira, Patrick Vieira and Tata Martino were not coaches in your same conference mm-hmm. that that year. Yeah. You know, they weren't coaching out in the Western Conference when RSL was there. You have literally we have MLS to play six or seven games a year against Patrick Vieira and Tata Martino. And Jason Greg, Christ has to literally play. Toronto. Pay. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and uh, well, that, that's, coach that's gets, 10 or 11 games that coach a year. Gets, that's gets no third. love for well, what he's done. That when he won the championship ridiculous. at Real Salt Lake, I mean, MLS was not MLS. As yeah, well, but, you know, you the, know, to be fair to him, yes, the MLS was, was worse then, but so were his players. He won within the confines of MLS. It deserves credit. But the, the the point is that that you know MLS like we saw grown yeah then. exactly but he, he, you're saying well the people sucked back then but he had sucky players too then you know he, he didn't have a way better squad he he earned that so give him credit for that but it doesn't really matter anymore I don't care and that was a long time ago like a decade it, yeah it doesn't really mean anything right now to me all right so we're three games in mm-hmm. okay let's do a little three game review kind of a good players bad players report card. Okay, but we're going to do it by, you know, the defenders. Give me your grade on the defenders in the three games so far. Who wants to go first on this one? I'll go first. All right. Um, defenders, um, I would say Mohamed El Munir. Clearly, we've been said it every single week. Um, he's been our best defender. He's pretty closely followed by Amro Tarek. Um Sané in his very very limited what half a game he played he was he was good. Um, Specter he's been good. Uh, the only the only weak spot we've really had um, is I guess right back. Um, I I argue it doesn't it hasn't really made a difference, <laughs> good or bad. Um, which I, I mean the rest of, the rest of the lines pretty much covered it up. Um, yes, you will have to get an upgrade at some point. It's just not Some that point. big an issue right now for me. Eddie. Personally. Yeah, um, pretty much what Cleon said. Um, Mo, Mo's been our best player the whole season, pretty much. And uh, they, people attack us on the wings a lot, and Mo's single-handedly defended a lot of stuff. And you watch how many interceptions he makes. And he's smart, and he's a little bit of a leader, too. You watch him out there directing and, and yelling. I, I'm just I'm, I'm stoked about Mo completely. Um, the Spectre and Amro have been excellent. I think Spectre's been better. I think he cleans up a lot of stuff. And if you watch the games, you see a little bit of a little, you know, extra little, little in the right spot, the um, bailout, especially on, on to his right with uh, Sutter. And I think Sutter and Allen have been mediocre, and that's our weak spot. But uh, it's just something we have to deal with for now. Alex, give me your uh, grades on the defenders. Yeah, I mean, much of the same. Uh, I think Mo Cleon pointed out to us that Mo has been the best left back in all of MLS. Yeah, right. Number one. Uh, yeah, he's in the best one. eleven rated, for the season. Yeah, rated number one <laughs> so far. Huge upgrades at center back with with Amro compared to what we had last year. Uh, and Sane, I would. I'm really actually excited to see them this weekend with with Spectre out. Uh, Spectre's been great, but that's why he's the captain. So you know he's. 
been great, but that's what we need uh, from him. That's what we expect from him. And then, yeah, and then the right, the right uh, back position has just been terrible. We're pretty close mm -hmm. to all demanding Will get a shot out there, especially with our midfielders coming back. Will may, may deserve a shot. All right. Let's uh, let me get your grades on the goalkeeper, Bendik. Oh boy, I want I want what you guys think about Bendik so far in these first three games. Cleon, you said oh boy, go. He's been uh, I love Joe, my wife's favorite player, um, one of mine, but he has been horrible this first three games. Um, directly caused two goals um, with the DC one. Uh, some people will try to put it somewhere, but at the end of the day, when you watch that back, he literally just did not locate the ball, and it went straight by him. That's just – it's not supposed to happen. It's one thing he didn't even get a hand on, nothing, no move. He literally did not locate the ball. And directly – that's directly causing a goal. Same thing happened that completely killed the game in New York. In New York. Um, I was one of the first to jump on Yoshi with that back pass, which was not the smartest pass to make. Um didn't have the great the the best weight on the pass, but at the end of the day, that's a you're I mean, if you're a goalkeeper, a professional goalkeeper, that's a play that's a ball you clear out of there. You're supposed to clear that ball out uh, ten times out of ten every single day of the week. Yeah, I mean it's one of those plays where it's like with with Yoshi, he's got so many things that he's got to worry about. Should I clear it? Can I play it up? Can I create a chance? Do I need to play defense yeah, with no space in that and field? It's like Joe, you have like Joe's got one job, and it, yeah, sometimes you got to bail your your butt your teammates out, but that's part of your job, Joe. You got to bail yeah. them out. You got to clear that ball, get it anywhere yeah, else, then, but where he put then it. Curse them out later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Bendix bailed us out in all kinds of different ways with that penalty. Save and that was great. He made another. Yeah, he, made a, he made a, a, a couple of good other saves, but some of the little things he does wrong are just trying to build up. He's not the great of a distributor. Doesn't really start the, the counters uh, that quick, and um, he should have just found something. Should have just stopped the ball, you know, put his you know I don't know shins on it, just kicked it out of bounds, and then just yelled at Yoshi or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking just going off of his history, his short history here. I would imagine he's just going to turn it right back around yeah, this weekend. Yeah. Um, for now, I'm not concerned. If you know it continues, then you know you have to start looking at it. Yeah, Benick deserves a break. He's done so much, and we're, yeah. we haven't been a good team, and we would have been even worse without him. So it's just, it's just a little, you know, you go through a little dip in form. He made a couple mental lapses. That's all. Yeah, he's all got right. to just tighten that up, and he should be good. Let's yeah. go to the midfielders now. I want grades on the midfielders from you guys, Cleon. All right. Um, for me, only Yoshi has been average to above. Well, let, let me take that back. Um, only Yoshi has been, I guess what you'll say, average to good. Um, Merrim, he started off super hot that first game. Um, tailed off some. He's been average um, through, I, I would say, through the first three. I would say he's been average, so he hasn't really been a problem. After that, you drop off for everyone, every last one of the midfielders. It's, it hasn't been good. Because um, Sasha be an incomplete because of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, Sasha, game, I wasn't even thinking about Sasha, but the one, one game, game he did play, he was not. Yeah. He was very, very bad. I would imagine he's going to turn that back up. Um, same as same what category about Cam? as Joe. Um, Cam hasn't been good, but, I mean, it's expected. For a you young know what guy. I mean? He's, he's you a young guy. Yeah, he's he's a kid. I mean, he, he got stuck in a position. 
Um, so, I mean, I'm not going to be overly harsh on him because I don't think he's there for the long term. He's just there for right now. Um, I would imagine he – I don't think he will be starting this weekend because now everyone's back, everyone's healthy. Um, we Everyone was out that first game in the first couple games, so um, it's expected he was out. He's made some – he's had some – he's had a few uh, really bad rookie mistakes. And what about Larea? Larea's been good for who he is. Energizer um, Bunny going yeah. all over the field. Yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's not going to give you too much in the attack. He's not really going to hurt you defensively. He's just, he's just, he's just been. I mean, he's a backup player. Yeah. So it's it just is what it is. All right, let's uh, go with uh, forwards real quick. <laughs> not that we had that many of forwards <laughs> playing, but uh, up front, how how is our attacking? I mean, it's Mueller basically. Yeah, I mean, well. Um, Miriam's technically a forward in our system. And, Pino, too. Yeah, and Pino and Mueller so far. Um, Miriam's done some great things. He looked brilliant in that game. I think that I said at the point, I said, how do, at that time, how is he going to play in our system? And he has not been as, as uh, amazing playing within the confines of our complicated system. He, he's been better when he's been free. He's tried a lot. He's worked really hard. He he's, um, doesn't get a lot of help out there, too. And you can see in the Minnesota game, he just kind of legs got, got long on him or, or got heavy on him. Miram's, Miram's just probably frustrated, but he, he's been a positive. Um, the lack of help and the lack of um, having Dom has really brought him down to the average where I think with the proper use and some help, he, he'll be way above average. Uh, Mueller's been, been – I mean, you could see some promise. I don't see this wonder kid at all that, that we keep uh, – we heard about in preseason – I think he's trying too hard to, to score, taking too many people on, and uh, he doesn't uh, play in the center to pitch like like you know we need a center to be, a striker to be. And in Pino, I liked what I saw from Pino. He was actually in the center to pitch and actually helped out a little bit in the Minnesota game. I think he's going to be a very important piece for the, the few, for the rest of the year, actually. So I'm excited about Pino. All right, what about Alex? You? Yeah, so, I mean, I, with uh, Miriam, I think – I think he'll get better the more you put around him. I think he's one of those guys that really uh, really counts on people around him to be successful. So when we bring in Sasha, when we got Dom coming in, got a guy like uh, Coman with the creativity who can actually see the opposite side of the, the pitch. Uh, Coman has great vision. I think you know Miram is definitely going to get better as the season goes on. Uh, Mueller, it's been tough for him. You know, usually guys aren't used to starting uh, out of the draft, let alone the sixth overall pick I think he was. No, that's for sure. Uh, and out of position too, really. Yeah, really out of position right up front, first game. Merrill too. You know, you kind of threw it uh, threw it on his back, and, and he's done with, you know, what he can, but that's always going to be a work in progress at least this entire year, I think. Yeah. And uh, Pino has been Pino. I mean, he unfortunately got hurt. He had that game tying goal, that only point that we have, and uh, – I think he's in the right spots at the right time. I think he's going to be that, that Laren substitute that we need. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see when he comes back how he can pair up with, with Dom up top. Yeah, and not to rake on Mueller too too much. I mean, it really, he's in a, a tough spot. I mean, most rookies aren't going to excel starting like that in this kind of system. So, you know, I, I can see their promise. They just might have overhyped him a bit, and that's all. Yeah. So. All right, let's go to uh, our questions of the night from our hotline and from our Twitter. Um, first one, 
our good old boy Craig Baker asks, will Sasha be able to get up for this game against New York like Dax did? Uh, will he be torn? No, do I don't think he'll be torn. I think he'll be he want to tear something into the Red Bulls behind. So I think he's upset that they let him go. I don't think he's useful, that he's old. They kicked him to the curb. So I think he'll be motivated. And I think he'll be up for it and uh, have something to prove. We talked about it early in the season. Have a lot of players with a little chip on their shoulder, and this is uh, the best um, the best opportunity for him to show something, especially uh, on the home crowd. And to kind of touch on the whole plan for your manager deal, you know, he's he better be have a fire. He better be showing up ready to play. We don't have any time for any past emotions, anything that happened and, last year. And he know. said that too. He said he knows that this is a win now team. Part of the reason he came to Orlando is they tried so hard to get him. So it's okay. Make yourself useful. Yeah, if he doesn't get up for this game, he's not getting up for any game. Exactly. There you go. If he uh, get, and according to Cleon, if he gets up, he gets up slowly. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, we go to Twitter uh, for um, a question. Apollo Kid. Okay, gentlemen. We have a lot of awesome game day tradition events throughout the stadium. I want to know, what is your favorite and least favorite? Is it a certain chant? When the ref makes a VAR symbol, thanks. I, favorite Ma- chant, huh? Go, oh, I was going to say my favorite chant. Oh, yeah, is, what's yours? Go ahead. I'm sorry. The ref belongs on OBT. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the best thing ever with that one is, um, I think it was Taylor Twelman or someone uh, on a broadcast, and they were like, well, what is that? And he was just like, oh, um, the local fans are referring to the saying that the ref belongs in the red light district area. So it was just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I, I think the chance, uh, I, my least favorite chant is the rowdy chant because I don't really care about the rowdies and let's leave the USL behind already. And, um, you know, don't at me on Twitter for that one. And, uh, um, the, you know, the game day stuff, I just like, uh, I, I'm liking this whole lights off thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, my f- uh, favorite thing, even though I didn't go to UCF, is the, the night, I guess, during the uh, the national the anthem. Yes. Uh, I, I enjoy that just specifically more so on the road because sometimes when you're watching it, they're showing the national anthem, you can hear us. I know in Colorado when we went on a couple of years ago, people were literally frightened when we, when we shouted that they had no idea it was coming. Yeah. Um, I'd say my least favorite thing... <sighs> I really, I mean, it's probably, I really don't have anything. I hate day games. I can't stand day games, personally. Uh, I really, really, really hate day games, especially bacon in the sun. But as far as, like, I mean, the, like with Eddie, with the cursing and the the vulgarity, the the super vulgarity in some of the chants is kind of a turnoff. But I also understand where they're coming from. And when I stood in the wall, I was right there with them chanting yeah, and every I'm word. Not, so. I'm not saying I'm, off- <laughs> I'm not offended by the words. Say whatever you want of these things. I get it. I, I don't care. I'm just saying... I don't care about the rowdies itself. Whatever, whatever the words are, are about it. Maybe I don't have that USL tie. I don't care. But I, like, I forgot the best part is probably the march. The march's pretty ridiculous. I like the get off the pitch chant too. Oh, that I is great! That. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my favorite. That's a good transition. That's my yeah. favorite. And, and just seeing everybody doing the var sign is fantastic. <laughs> and watch the Minnesota game. One guy made like a triangle. Get it together, guys. It's a square. Rectangle. Okay, a rectangle. Yeah, rhombus <laughs> tangle. Cleon, what's your favorite? He just stole it from me. What's that your was... least favorite then? Yeah. My, well, I actually have two. They're both the New York <laughs> chants. Um, both of the New York chants I love. The the 
You well, ain't I, got no history. Yeah, the, yeah, I was actually sick of that today when, yeah. when I was yeah, me too, like making actually. a peanut butter <laughs> jelly sandwich. Yeah, but that one, that one, and that one, and the ludicrous, the ludicrous uh, remix they got over there. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> Isn't me, but don't you like feel proud when you bring someone new and you like explain these things? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, our fans are like, what is OBT? Yeah, but, yeah like, well, like, <laughs> outside yeah, of yeah. that, outside of that, um, I really love when they when they really have the really big TFO displays. Oh yeah, I love I love that. It looks great. I like that though when when they announced the lineups, the the repeating of the names. I mean the smoke. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean it's awesome. All so right. many good things. Um, and now with the lights also. Yeah, the lights. Are the new. That's the new. That's thing. new. But that's I love that. It's nice. All right. Uh, next question. Final one from Twitter comes from Lee three three seven. Orlando Lions Den. Traveling back from Iraq is not a short trip. Does Merrim still start this weekend after playing two matches? We kind of talked about that, alluded that earlier. Yeah, hey, stuck between better. Iraq and a hard place. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <it's> unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he'll, I think Merrim's in there. I think he's going to start. Uh, it'd be nice to take him off for maybe a PDS style if we're up 1-0 or 2-0 or, or 2-1 or, or, or up at all. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think PDS will get some game time this week. Hmm. Um and I think Merrim will start. Yeah, I, I think um, – I hope PDS gets some game time. It'll be great to see uh, – Where's he going uh, to Diamond? Where does he go? I don't know. <laughs> I, if, I, if I were if – okay, you if, if Miram If Miram goes uh, – if Miram comes off a little early because of, you know, his, his long travels, and uh, we are in that rock and hard place, and uh, Mueller comes in or something – I would see PDS uh, come in. He could be like the 10 and maybe move Coleman up or something like that. That will be cruel. Just, just, to bring, just to bring a lot of attack. That's – all I don't right. know. Well, let's go. To I don't our, care what shape it is. Just attack. I don't care if it's like a one six nine or whatever. Just attack. Right. Let's go to our fan talk um, hotline. We got two that came in uh, this week. Uh, remember, you guys can shoot a text or you can uh, call us and leave us a uh, voicemail on the hotline, and we'll put you on uh, basically on um, the uh, podcast here. You can call it at eight five 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 two six lion. That's 855-526-LION, and uh, leave your uh, message, or you can text in a message or a question. Um, let's uh, hear this week's uh, fan talk. We have two. Here's the first one. Greetings from the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico. Good news. On the 31st, we have the New York Red Bull. We're going to win. It's nothing but goodness coming our way. Yeah, it's, it's just enough. 13 days after the last match, we have people coming back. We have Sané. I think he knows where's, where he's at right now. Um, we're going to win. It's just a matter of just go like FIFA with a 50-year-old for the first time. Click it and go forward. Attack, score, and win. Yes. Nothing but good things. Hey, listen, like I always say, don't give up. Go Lions. Hey, Eddie, I'm the fellas. You guys do an outstanding job. Keep everybody motivated. Let's do it. It's an early game, so I'm going to have a long Saturday in the island. He's going He's going to have a long day in the island with the nice beer kicked up watching Orlando City oh, play. Oh, my dad barbecuing all the time. <laughs> La Nueva, hopefully bringing in three points. Yeah. Con tres puntos. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Mr. Cruz, for that one. And now David. He Thank was you, on Daddy. the fan talk also. Here he goes. This is 
favorite. I just wanted to say I believe that this game against Red Bulls on Saturday is going to be a referendum on Jason Kreis's um, uh, time with Orlando. I think the fan base uh, has run out of patience. They want to win now. They're tired of being ridiculed by other teams. Uh, at the fact that Orlando City going on four years in MLS has failed to make playoffs, has failed to have a winning season. So um, I believe we are going to see changes very, very, very soon. And if this game is nothing but positive, um, those are my two cents. That's the next all right, that was David Valentine. Go ahead. Yeah, we appreciate the calls from my dad and David Valentine. David, I appreciate your service. My dad's a vet too, but next time try not to call from the submarine. It sounded like that. <laughs> I'm just teasing. We okay. love you, Dave. Yeah, we love you, David. And guys, Keep it up, man. so Thank far you. we've had three calls, all three Puerto Ricans. Uh, everyone's welcome to that line too, okay? It works in the United States. <laughs> and uh, you don't have to be Puerto Rican to call. Thank you. All right, let's go with our game predictions for this week. <laughs> With uh, Orlando City taking on uh, the New York Red Bulls. First off, Alex, you're first this time. Your prediction. 2-1. Who's going to win? <laughs> 2-1. I think the New York Red Bulls will win the game, unfortunately. <laughs> he finally changed it. Uh, welcome man. to the dark Listen, side. Listen, man, I just don't think. And if we're going to start keeping track on these things, I want to be positive. I want to say we're going to win. I think, I mean, I hope we win. I hope, hope, hope we win. But if we're keeping track on these predictions, I think it's going to be 2-1 New York Red Bull, Bradley Wright Phillips with a double. Oh, no. Nice. Eddie. I, yeah, geez, I want to say we win because Dom's there. But I'm going to – man, a part of me, like, I'm going to have mixed with the brain and the heart. Someone's got to be positive here, right? So I'll go ahead and do that, even if I might be lying a little bit in my heart. Uh, I'll say we draw, and uh, we're up <laughs> – Right? I don't have it in me. I'll be so positive. Uh, yeah. Draw. Yeah. I don't have it. Draw. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I don't positive. have it in me. And then what makes it worse, it'll be a 2-2 draw. Right? And then that second goal to tie it will be late and it'll be Carlos Rivas. Oh. It's going to bounce off the sign and go in. Play on. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to have to throw you off for a swerve here, but I'm actually going with a draw. Well, draw. 2-2. Two, two. I'm going to get hey, freaking right. hated on. All right. Here we go. Here's me. Oh, we already know. Four to one. Orlando City (laughs) brings out the goals. Oh, my goodness. Dwyer, two goals. What? Merrim, one. And then the young kid Mueller scores one. And then Bradley White Phillips. Hold on, guys. I'm going to take a picture. Four, four, two, one. Orlando City defeats New York. One o'clock game. Telling you right now, I, I'm a little I scared it. about that I result. I'm, I'm scared of that result because Merrim's not four, even going to. I mean, not Merrim. Uh, Mueller's not even going to get in, bro. Yeah, I'm right. scared of that. Four is a lot. I don't know. We can't four use all one. our goal ups in one shot. Four. <laughs> four to one? We can't. We can't use all our goals in one game. Four right, to let's, one. Let's win two to one and then save another goal for another game. Four to one. Well, the good news is one of us will turn. be right. So <laughs> it's going to be one nothing. It ain't going to be. ain't going to be JJ. I'm rooting for you, JJ. Four to one. I think this will be the uh, turn. Uh, That's for a us, hell of a uh, turn there. Yeah, uh, and we're gonna start winning games. <laughs> well, Jay, Jay, did, JJ's been consistent. Philadelphia's doing well. And uh, um, I, I said that we would only <laughs> yeah. get three points yeah, in five games. He so. did. He did say that. We, so. And then he said that we'll turn it around. 
when the players get healthy, to give it time to gel. So JJ has been consistent. <laughs> Thank and guys, you. Somebody's you finally on my yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. JJ's been consistent, and let, let's let's another thing, guys. We've all been dire. I mean, we're just I'm, trying to be honest I'm and reflect. We reflect what the <laughs> what the fans are telling. You know what all the fans are communicating on Twitter and stuff like that, right? But I mean, if the team's gonna turn it around, we have to be there to support them, and let's be loud and proud like we normally are, and. Let's not uh, give up yet. And, you know, we could give up on a coach or whatever, but let's not give up on the, that beautiful that's line. A, that's a nice speech. I'm changing. You I'm, want your Oscar now or later? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm changing my I pick. Had a, if I had a fish costume, I'd Cleon's win. Cleon's changing it up. I'm changing my pick. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. One four loss. I'm my pick. <laughs> no. One <laughs> 2-0, 2-0 win, Orlando City. Oh. Bradley White, White Phillips will not play. Yeah. Is that the key? They will sit, they will sit more than enough people. And some guy and with four we names. We will have everyone back. No, it'll be Rivas we probably. Will win two yeah. One. yeah, that's that's fantastic. Uh, I'll take, I'll I, I just take two zero. Yeah. All righty, guys. Nice and bold. Last thing we want to talk about, uh, just uh, over here at Orlando Lions Den, uh, we heard about the passing of Miguel Vasquez, who was uh, big port, a big member at Iron Lion Firm, of course, one of the supporters groups here at Orlando City. Um, they have a GoFundMe page. Guys, go ahead and donate. Just go to their Twitter at Iron Lion Firm, and you'll find the official one for him. Anything that you can help out would help. Uh, but our thoughts and prayers are with him, his family, Iron Lion Firm, and, and everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's another tragedy. This, this uh, fan base has been hit, hit hard with Joe and now with Miguel. Man, our hearts are with the family. You know, our thoughts, prayers, the whole thing. Let, let's show some support with uh, contributing to help help the family as best as we can and and whenever we we lose a member of the family we all hurt man so you know, we're all united and uh, that's beautiful to see but it's sad how it happened and um let's do what we can and uh yes our condolences to the uh, ilf and to miguel's family and like uh, alex said the um gofundme it's also on our twitter page orlando lines then we posted it up yesterday for everybody to help out uh and this uh bad circumstances and and it's a sad very sad especially losing joe and now miguel um let's win for miguel let's win for miguel amen to that and on that note until next week good night to everyone good night guys thanks for listening thanks for interacting thank you guys see y'all in two weeks